Welcome back here to the Hoosier Cat Report. Sorry for that technical difficulty. Uh, we stepped away from our word from a sponsor. So we're back here. Tony was just finishing his thought on Philip Rivers. And Tony, I actually got to go back to the Jets real quick. We didn't address your thoughts on the uh, Labian Bell situation. You're right. My goodness. We didn't even do that yet. Wow, that was a big that was a big week actually. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell, if our listeners don't know, has recently been cut by the New York Jets and signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he, he got eight twenty I think it was on twenty million for the two years that he's played with the Jets or one and a half years. And uh, we never used him. And it's because of our lovely coach Adam Gase. Uh, I am totally being hundred percent sarcastic right here. I compare it to someone who gets a toy and doesn't know how to use it. Le'Veon Bell was a running, a, a fierce running back in Pittsburgh. He comes in the New York Jets and does absolutely nothing. I think it was more of a management issue as well, where when our GM was leader of the Jets, um, was it Mike um, McCadding, signed Le'Veon Bell, I guess, without the approval of Adam Gase. And which then led Adam Gase to be upset and then never used him. So, yeah, I think it was all political, too. So it's sad to see him go. But, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's just, uh, unfortunately, just classic vintage New York Jets uh, front office kind and of you, shenanigans. And you know what? I don't know why the Jets are run this way. I, if, if our listeners don't know, um, many other organizations have um, owner, coach, GM, basically coinciding with each other and then talking to working it out with the owner. With the Jets, it's like split into two separate silos where the coach has one end and then the GM has one end and they both report to the owner. So it's not like they're really working together. I guess in the case of Gase and McCagney, they didn't work out. So, yeah, I wish they would change that structure, but we will see how things go. But back to Le'Veon Bell. I hope he runs 1,000 yards on the Jets when they play KC in the next three weeks just to show him that I think there was still a lot of availability for him. They just never utilize him for whatever reason, whether it was Gase being stubborn or just they never saw a game set. I just don't understand it. But I would run him 25 times a game. We're paying him that much. Mm-hmm. How about the uh, situation in Dallas just with the uh, devastating uh, ankle injury to Dak Prescott last week? What do you see from a uh, redheaded uh, uh, Dalton? He's the, he's the what do, second. He could be a starter in the NFL. I think he's a great quarterback. He's a great backup. They paid him really well. I, I mean, Dallas prepared just in case Dak did get injured that this was – going to be their backup quarterback who is able to basically pick up the offense. Obviously, he's not going to be like Dak where he's going to be an option where he could sit back and if there's nothing there, he could run. I think they're going to rely a lot on Zeke. The game plan might change a little bit, but I think Dallas might be okay offensively. Their defense is horrible. Dallas, like the team is good, but if your defense is playing the way that they're playing – they're not they're not going to go really far even though that division is beyond weak no offense to the giants fans who are listening i mean yeah it's a i think a two win division right now that the leader has a losing record 
Seattle Seahawks. Who do you think's the best team in the NFL right now? How about you, Tom? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still going to ride with my boy Aaron Rodgers. I mean, drafting that quarterback, I'd still give them a slight edge, especially if they can get home field and you got to go to uh, Lambeau in January. I think that uh, that definitely favors them. But again, we're splitting hairs here. I, I can definitely see Seattle also. Who, who do you like in the AFC? Are you still Baltimore? Offense is so good. Their defense is just not as good. I mean, but obviously last year they, they got it worked out in the playoffs. But I mean, and currently it's, it's kind of like last year. Lamar Jackson was playing lights out. Baltimore's defense is you can't say anything bad about them. And KC's offense is so good. And their defense was had holes, but then they fixed the holes during the playoffs. So it might just be a similar case. I think Tennessee Titans are doing really well. I mean, they just just beat your team, the Buffalo Bills, just recently on Monday night. So I think Tennessee is actually a good team to look out for too. They're actually undefeated as well. And uh, what Vrabel has done there is amazing. And I, I'm a big fan of Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, Henry's solid. Because um, you're, you're right. I mean, they just yeah, and and they were playing off like 16 days rest I mean, in the whole close. COVID situation too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else here tomorrow that, that uh, is piquing your interest? Before maybe we start uh, the big one is the, the Giants at home against the Washington football team. No, no. To be honest, that's a game that it's uh it's pivotal for the Giants' season. If you really think about it, it's a divisional <laughs> game. The uh, Washington's one and four. Giants are zero and five. I mean, you you kind of have to win this. They're actually two and a half point favorites at home. The Giants are favored to win, but I mean, yeah, I mean that that's a very interesting game because the division's up in the air. If the Giants win this and catch a winning streak, they could possibly, you know, there's still chance for them to win the division. Even sitting at zero and five, I mean, there's, there's it might is, be Kyle Allen who right. played really well for is the Alec, last year. But is Alex Smith starting for the Washington there. football team? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. If he's not, then it's Alex Smith. And, gotcha. Um, okay, it's so remarkable he's after so that horrible leg injury he went through two week. years ago. So, yeah. I mean, we will see. I mean, and do you think in the oh, uh, totally AFC North the whole, that the I Browns mean, and Steelers I, can keep I didn't it under realize control they were with Garrett and the history pushing that storyline in the media? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mason Rudolph isn't starting; it's Ben Roethlisberger. But yeah, I mean, I think he'll keep it in line. I mean, the Browns are four and one. They're trying to keep them disciplined. They're on a winning streak, so we will see. Even though I do like the Steelers at home, but we'll – I mean, Ben Roethlisberger always has the Browns' number, so. Mm-hmm. Tom, who – Yeah, yeah, he does. Tom, who do you like for Chiefs' build? Anything Monday else night? on your end? I'm, I'm, uh, my mind's starting to transition in. Transitioning to us and triple it. Oh, uh, actually, 
I guess not even not factoring in the spread, which looks as though the Chiefs are favored by four and a half. I I I just didn't see enough from the Bills the other night, and then the Chiefs got beat by the Raiders at home last week. So I think they were, you know, it was a wake up call on their end. I know you could say it was a wake up call on the Bills also, but I just don't see the Bills being able to stop Mahomes and company. So I actually like the Chiefs in that one. I think I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah. I'll follow up with you next week, but yeah, I think that's his name. I'm almost Who usually goes with that? that? Is that uh, Paul Gabadian? Yeah, I, I mean, making a four, <laughs> four and a half. <laughs> Bills at home. Bills mafia. I mean, there's no fans. Could be. A, I, I mean, it's gonna be a good game Paul either way. I'm excited Canadian. for that. So we should, and it's at five o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to get our bets in early for that one. But yeah, uh, yeah, that should be an interesting game this Monday night. But yeah, on to tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it'll Let's be start in the our triple segment. Here. <laughs> so, how did you fare last week? I'm, I was coming off of a three and zero week where I, I made everybody thousands. Last well. week I finished two and one, so I'm, yeah, I'm so on a hot streak here, of five and one. I, I hope so. That's that good. Um, tomorrow, my first triplet game. Um, I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm rolling with this. Awesome. They're at home so versus the Texans. Deshaun Watson played really well last week. Got his first win at the Bill O'Brien has been fired, but they're three and a half favorites at home. I think they're really gonna put it on and do continue their win streak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a a good solid um, suggestion there for Tennessee. Um, I feel similar with the uh, Panthers tomorrow. I think they're really starting to come together even without uh, McCaffrey in there. I think Mike Davis, the backup's pretty solid. Um, Bridgewater is a good good quarterback. He's young. I think he's playing pretty well, and I just think the Bears are a total sham. I, I just nice. I they did beat they Tom Brady quite a few games here, but I just don't. But, I don't see the Bears. Yeah, that was a Thursday night Carolina game. So, like you know, you really don't count that since it's lack of time. So I like Thursday nights are really game. rushed. So, I mean, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. I think Mike Davis is playing well without CMC there, so that's a good one. My New England Patriots against the Denver Broncos. Cam Newton's back. Bill Belichick's coming off a loss. I'm pretty sure when he comes off a loss, his record is really high. And I'm pretty sure he's upset that he had to take a bye week last week because of this whole COVID situation. So, Because, I mean, with the movement of schedule, I think. But, yeah, I I think the Broncos are seven and a half point. um, Not favorite. Um. Patriots are seven and a half point favorites at home. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't win in Foxborough. And Broncos are traveling from Denver, East Coast, West Coast kind of thing. Cam is back. Yeah. I think the Patriots win. All those reasons make make sense to me. Um I'm going to get back on my train here with the uh, Battle of the Bays, uh, the Packers and the Buccaneers, uh, Brady versus Rodgers. You know, and the listeners, um, I'm 
all about Aaron Rodgers this, this season. Uh, I see it minus one right now. I've actually already locked that in as a pick uh, yesterday. So uh, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that Packers one hiccup and we're all over him. Huh? Take down Brady for a second straight week for another loss. And hopefully, maybe at the end of the game, I don't think that they actually play five downs instead of four. I was I was gonna say Giants, but uh, I should know better. Um, I'm gonna go with the Steelers <laughs> against the Browns. Yeah. The um, Green just Bay to piggyback on what we spoke uh, about earlier. How about your? I think Ben Roethlisberger, Juju, James Conner is playing pretty well. Uh, three three and a half points at home. They're at home. I would have went Browns if they weren't at home, but I think the Browns have played a decent football so far but i think mike tomlin's a good coach and he's gonna try to limit baker mayfield and his two star receivers Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one in the 1 o'clock Eastern slot tomorrow. That, that should be an intriguing matchup. Um, both are coming in playing well. Um, my final one, the Rams were really good for me last week at the Washington football team um, out in you know, FedEx Field. Tomorrow the Rams, I guess tomorrow night here locally in Santa Clara, about 12 miles away from the studios here, uh, we got Rams at 49ers. The Rams are favored by three. Um I just don't see the 49ers. I think they packed it in. I mean, Jimmy G got benched last week against the Dolphins. They're claiming, oh, well, he maybe still had an injury or whatnot. I mean, I'm just not sold on the guy in general. I mean, I know that locally everybody's, oh, he's such a good-looking guy and whatnot. Well, that's great, but he's going to be able to throw a football. So when it comes to betting against the Niners tomorrow, I just think that the Rams are an obvious choice. I agree with you. My only thing Uh, is this is such a trap game. I just feel like it's such a trap game. And this uh, might be the Paul Gabadian in me thinking. It's like, like, oh, the the Niners just lost at home to Miami by like 20 points. Yeah. Now this big bad Rams comes in, but yeah, I'm with it. I'm if I'm if this is a trap, I can't bet the Niners. I'm going Rams too with you, but yeah, I I hope we won't be eating our words next Saturday. <laughs> I am continuing to root against the Jets. Let's get Trevor Lawrence. Football is great. I hope Dak comes back. Because yeah, he seems not. like he yeah. really – he's a good guy. Hey, Tony, uh, give the listeners some final thoughts before we uh, wrap up segment. When he lost his older brother. Show. I mean, I just hope Dallas pays him, but we'll see. And uh, just enjoy the football season as every week is a COVID week. Yeah, every week is a pleasure. So certainly Yep, as long as there's football, we can still have our show. So I'm glad about that. Yep, every week is a treasure, so I'll certainly treasure you again tomorrow. Mr. Burrow? So go Aaron Rodgers, um, down with the Jets. Keep our fingers crossed with Philip Rivers. I'd like to see my boy. um, We'll be enjoying it, um, as we all Bengals. Yeah, Mr. Burrow. um, Thank you, Tom, for having me. Yeah, we'll see what goes on out there in the Meadowlands.
And then, uh, yeah, there's some in intriguing matchups tomorrow. It'll, it'll be a fun afternoon. Well, Tony, thanks for joining again this evening. All right, listeners, for uh, Tony out in New York, this is Tom out in California. We uh, appreciate you listening, and we'll catch you again uh, next week for uh, some chatter about week number seven in the NFL. Take care. So long, everybody.